in the world of the 24-hour news cycle where every story is given the same amount of urgency and magnitude. One podcast dares to say, uh, hold on just a second. This week and every week, we look back at the headlines, moments, and trends from six months ago, and we ask our panel, let's process this. I'm your host, Chris Pappas. All right, welcome back to Let's Process This. This week, we are so excited. We're able to bring two new guests to the podcast. We have Andrew Sanford and Jerron Young. Andrew Sanford, a writer, director, performer. He has been twice featured as a writer for ABC's Discover Showcase, works often with the Random Access Theater, and his short horror film Pay the Tithe is now out. Jerron Young is an actor, comedian, writer, eight-hour sleeper, something I can appreciate, and you can catch him performing stand-up nightly across New York City. I want to thank you both so much for joining us on the pod this week. We kick off each week with our first segment, which is Chronically Online, where we ask our guests to bring in something interesting from their side of the algorithm. So I'm going to jump in with Andrew and say, hi, Andrew. Welcome. Hi. Good to see you. Hi, Chris. Good to see you too, pal. And so nice. uh, it's... what did you bring in from your side of the internet for us this week? So I, I, what's funny too is I had something that I didn't expect to be as relevant as it has become, but it's the saga of Coyote versus Acme. And as odd as that may seem, because this is one of those things, too, where I think it got out there a little bit more than I expected, but Coyote versus Acme was going to be, or still is, luckily, a live-action animation hybrid movie in the vein a la, like, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? And Not it Space Jam? And Space Jam, or, or Space Jam, or Looney Tunes back back in action, if you will. Um, I could I could do this all day. Uh, but I, <laughs> um, but uh, that's a lie. That was my only other example. Uh, this movie was made. Uh, will Forte was going to be it. It's basically Coyote gets Wiley Coyote gets so fed up with his Acme products not working that he goes. And goes to sue them. He gets Will Forte to be his lawyer, sues Acme. John Cena plays an Acme representative. This movie was made, finished, and then shelved by David Zaslav for tax purposes over at Warner Brothers Discovery. And then it actually got the uproar was so furious and so immediate that he had canceled another movie. It's actually being shopped out again. And then in this weird kind of like full circle awful moment, they just announced like an hour before we sat down that all Looney Tunes cartoons are going to be off of Max, like off of Warner Brothers streaming services by the end of the year. And my presumption is that this human pair of sunglasses decided that who thought that the Looney Tunes were worthless before has now realized, oh, I can actually sell this for a couple of bucks. So it was like this weird, like, oh, it was nice that this movie that a lot of people worked really hard on got saved. And now I think a downside is the CEO is like, oh, I can sell some other stuff. So that's 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 what my algorithm has been full of. Wiley Coyote. Offloading the Looney Tunes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which that's that's kind of sad because it's like it's like, you know, you can't put a price on Bugs Money. They built that you studio, can. man. Oh, you can't yeah, you can't yeah. <laughs> it is it's become like, you know, it, it, there are just a lot of people who pull the strings who are not interested in making art unless uh, they are people who like me, in which case you're doing great and give me a call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you, will this affect 
us seeing the Looney Tunes in Six Flags parks, though, because that's, a, that's <laughs> honestly a great question. Mm. He's selling; they're selling off stuff like like a yard sale almost. You know what I mean? So Chris, maybe at the very least, the the bald dancing dude is gonna get like oh. he's on the chopping block. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's he's, he's not getting his pension, is he? <laughs> <laughs> that, poor, that poor old dancing man. <laughs> that that reference is like 24, 24 25 years old. Don't worry, the our next... twenty listeners are yeah. old enough to know yeah. it. <laughs> All right, let's swing over to Jaron. Jaron, what did you bring into the pod for us this week from your side of the algorithm? Oh my god. Uh so my I I just started taking uh Muay Thai classes. So it's it whenever you I've gotten a, a nice glimpse of how the algorithm makes men evil. So it's been it's been nice to just type in like how to do a Muay Thai kick and then the algorithm is like, Hey, you wanna learn how to do a Muay Thai kick? Maybe you hate women. Here's why all your problems are because of them. And it's like, okay, uh I just wanna learn how to kick. That's all trying to all he's trying to do is learn how to kick he's like oh yeah he's, he's like oh you want to learn how to kick okay well here's another video about how about how men are, how about nobody cares about men and everybody else is your problem and how we need to take our society back and like no i literally just want to learn how to throw a teeth kick that's all i want to do maybe an elbow or a knee can i just learn how to do that it just takes you down this rabbit and i just like and it doesn't care. Some, and sometimes I will click just because I'm like, yo, I'm like fascinated by, yeah. like, oh yeah, by like how somebody yeah. can think something so crazy, right? Uh, but the algorithm don't care. The algorithm was like, oh, you clicked on it, you must enjoy this content. And I'm like, no, I really, I really don't like it. So now I'm in the process of like trying to like not interested all Andrew Tate esque dudes <laughs> from my from my for you page. Um, <laughs> Oh my god. It's like it's like, yo, I just want to learn how to kick. That's literally it. Like I like I'm not (laughs) I I feel your pain. I had to look up Ron DeSantis a lot today. today. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So like I I know I'm on some I'm on some texting and call call lists now to be like (laughs) I'm like, oh no, I wanted to make fun of him. (laughs) And he's desperate for people too, so he's like, Oh Chris. Chris, yeah, hey, oh, Chris, you're my only fan. Oh no! <laughs> oh no, Ron. I can give you some advice yeah. on shoes, but um, oh, that's right. about it. Oh God! Oh, um, ma- <laughs> so, is that a type of uh, martial arts? I didn't. What? What? Oh, what is uh, that? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. It's like uh, I guess it's kind of like Thai boxing. It's like boxing, but with but like it's kicks and elbows and knees. Okay. So it's it's uh it's 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 pretty cool. It's like it's weird going to like a a, a gym where everybody fights because everybody you expect people to be like kind of on edge, but everybody's very kind. Yeah. Everybody's very kind eyes. It's, it's, it's very weird. It's very pardon, weird. Pardon everybody's me, sir. Very... Pardon me. Pardon me, sir. Pardon me. May I knee you in the neck momentarily? <laughs> but of, but of course, consent is really important. Yes. Consent yeah. is it very. Really, it really is. It really is. <laughs> When you spar with people, you establish a power level. Like, here's how hard we're going to hit each other. Like, it is very, even I haven't sparred, but that is part of the etiquette. I've learned that uh, from the videos I've looked up. <laughs> you know what's awful is you said that like oh there's a pirate power die like if he's a power structure i immediately thought like oh, all right so you get in and you're like please not too rough like i don't i'm gonna be i'll be the one that's not as powerful you be the powerful one and then that's just i just 
<laughs> is that not how it works? It's not. No, no it's, it's like you, you you establish. You go, hey, we hit each other this hard. That's how. That's what you do. And I like did that this weekend like, too, but not in the, the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different. <laughs> hey man, bring it, bring it to the gym. I, tie dyes. I'm sure, sure there'll be people receptive to it. You just, you just gotta look for it in the eyes. Wait, no, I mean, it's all the eyes. It's all in the eyes. Yeah, it's that's. I I learned that as well, but in a, it's a different situation. Different situation where, anyway. No, no. Wait time. <laughs> you learn a new word. It's important to learn new words every day. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> head into our first story of the night, shall we? Excellent. For our first story this week, we have to remember that living in the 20s requires us all to become armchair experts in something new every six months or so. Whether it's epidemiology or psychology, we can all agree that it sucks the most when we're suddenly forced to become economist. Nope. <laughs> when we're forced to be <laughs> economist. That's staying in, right? This is why, yeah, I was right it's too apt not to. I said it's it was such I said it was such which is why you are not an economist. Nope. That's, I think it's just <laughs> Economist. <laughs> which is half which is which is what happened exactly six months ago when we watched partisan brinkmanship push our economy to the very edge of collapse when the United States almost defaulted on its debt and breached the debt ceiling. But what might be more horrifying than this completely made up rule that we have for ourselves is that thirty percent of American voters are totally fine with it as long as it owns the libs. Can you believe it? Six months ago, our economy almost collapsed. Have we processed this? No. No. I don't understand. I don't care to understand. Like, I don't, I don't know why some money exists and some doesn't and some, <laughs> some doesn't exist by existing. Like, it's just all, oh, God. That's, it's I, simple, Andrew. Some money exists and some money doesn't and some money exists <laughs> by existing. It's very existence is what justifies the existence of the money, Andrew. And Janet Yellen tells us how much money exists and how much money doesn't exist. And then Congress votes on how much money is real. And that's... that's Do you that have a degree in economics? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, too, where you see there is no better example of a certain party's dying wish to ensure that government is as ineffectual as possible as it is mm -hmm. watching the United States Congress. And don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. we're both at fault, but they have filled that place with such charlatans, such ne'er-do-wells that there's like, <laughs> of course nothing's gonna get done. Like, of mm -hmm. course, like, that's just all they want. Like, the, all the people that were fighting for your Gateses, your Boberts, your Greeds, all those friggin' people, they this is just what they want. They want to get out. They want us to just be so frustrated and exhausted that we're like, I don't care. Just, I, just would make me not have to listen to you anymore. Fine. Put in $40,000 for the perverse 
introverted arts. I don't give a shit. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Just do it. I have to pay rent next week. I don't care if you're defaulting. We're we're all defaulting. Yes. It's always a weird it's always a weird thing. It's like how can they can lower the interest rates or raise the interest rates or you know what I mean? Like they can manipulate money so much that it just feels sometimes it just feels like like the debt this like debt ceiling thing is just a way to screw over poor people it's like once every once a year we got to find a new way to screw over the poor. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. this is this is how we stick it to them it's like no more food for children that's yeah. like it's always it's always something evil too it's like <laughs> that's yeah. like literally what they did though they're yeah. like oh yeah. wow we we almost eliminated child poverty by doing the, doing the child mm-hmm. cre- uh, tax credit yep. i know what we should do get rid of it yeah. <laughs> just yep. like Yep. Unreal. I, I thought we all agreed we don't like child poverty, but I guess we don't <laughs> all agree on that. Some kids got to be poor, Chris. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen your t-shirts, Jerron. Right. You don't need to. Yeah, your... catchphrase. Oh boy! Surprise, surprise. They cut, uh, they cut to commercial break, right? Some kids got to be poor. Cut to commercial. Like I opened this article and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. McCarthy was speaker at one point, not Mister mm-hmm. Watches Porn with His Son or whatever they do. Uh, like there is. All, are, are, you, are you familiar? Are you not familiar? You're not familiar with that? Yeah, I'm familiar with this. So uh, the speaker, Please, Chris, yeah, the speaker of the house, Mike Johnson? Question mark? Is yeah, that yeah. of course, because of course that's his name. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> oh, it's everything's bad. a joke. <laughs> it's ba- I, it's bad because I I work I work in Washington D.C. Literally giving tours of the Capitol. Sometimes I'm like. I'm like, what? Who? Mike what Johnson. What were you in 2021, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> that, I got a, I got a good story about that too. So, so, but okay, back to Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson, current Speaker of the House, has this app on his phone that apparently his teenage son has as well that tracks everything you do on your phone and makes like a daily report of it all devices it's all devices because it because at first i yes because at first i was like so what you just watch it on your computer nobody knows the difference uh, no it's i it monitors all devices so they they're each other's spotter, spotter uh, <laughs> accountability buddy <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like they're each yeah. other's accountability buddy when it comes yeah. to not watching porn. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I mean, it makes it makes sense because from watching uh, Muay Thai videos, I learned that it is no fat November. So I, nope, uh, <laughs> nope, 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 I don't. Nope, I don't like. I don't care for the bridge that we just no crossed. No fat November. So I guess Mike Johnson and his son are their accountability. They're just making sure they don't fat. You <laughs> fapping? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you fat in there? I can see on the app, don't lie to me. Just, oh, just a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean that, I mean, I, the person you really got to feel sorry for is that kid, because like, now I everyone mean, knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that we've told Jerron, literally every the last <laughs> person. That was the only one. He was the, la- he was the last one. holdout. Oh. Everyone knows now. Yep. Okay, so... 
just swing it back towards the the debt ceiling conversation. So it's 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 it is feels like it is something that has that comes up every it does come up every six months. Yeah. Do we think at any any point we're gonna able to like kind of move past this, or are we every six months due for another? showdown that we all know at the end of the day well i guess we have to just continue to hope that they continue to make the correct decision which seems less and less likely as we move forward yeah i like i it's it stinks to like get older and be like everything's just getting worse um because everybody always says that you know what i mean everything's worse than it was but it's also better than it was so like there are things that i get hope when i see somebody like george santos get busted as bad as he did because like look it shows there's a line right at least we know there's a line and i appreciate that you can't steal from people directly i guess is the line (laughs) (laughs) but at least there's a line and there are people there are young congress people and people that get in there that make me go like oh like you know people want bipartisanship they want things to get accomplished they don't you know so i i i think i have a hope but if but i also wouldn't be surprised if like a year and a half from now there's just a literal fight that decides <laughs> what happens <Yeah. laughs> like, just some straight up fisticuffs to discuss to for the debt ceiling and it will I'd be marjorie that. taylor green will be one of the combatants yeah. i don't know absolutely. who the other person will be but she's a yeah, scrapper absolutely. <laughs> versus Kamala, I'd watch that. <laughs> yo, like, yeah. Because yeah. you know Kamala's been waiting. <laughs> that would be like, I think some of the other people like probably couldn't. I I, I wouldn't want to fight Gates. I feel like he would cheat. But like Marjorie Taylor oh, yeah. Green seems like she's all talk. Yeah. Oh, Marjorie. Yeah. Margie thinks she can do it, but yeah. there's a lot of anger hiding behind Kamala's laugh. Like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, she's. I'm like that. That woman is channeling a lot of anger into the, yep. into that yeah, into that yeah, little yeah, giggle, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, that yeah. there were so many more people I could have arrested for marijuana before it became legalized. <laughs> oh, like, <she's... laughs> oh, truancy. Oh. Um, I, <laughs> that's not fair. She's doing a great job. I think. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know, doing? man. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Oh. Every now and then I get a video or that she does that makes me laugh. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's just laughing and waving in every video. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's weird. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't know. I think it's always because it's always like a a tactic to you hold the you hold the country hostage in order right. to get what you want. Yeah, like both and both sides now know that it's a tactic that they can use. So as long as, especially as long as uh, they stay so far apart and everybody stays so polarized i mean mostly people stay polarized because like there's just a section of the republicans that are just like absolutely insane like they're just not not workable people at all like you can't work with them at all they're 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 yeah they're just holding the country hostage like once every six months so i think yeah because they can use it as a tactic I think it'll work until they actually fight. I think they should. I think there should be more fights. Cause are, are we going to bring back canes? Like, old school? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Please. absolutely. Yeah, I want it to look like Lincoln, which is my only point of reference. Um, so that I just want to. <laughs> it's happened a few times. I've looked this yeah. up one time for some reason. Yeah. I can't remember why. Every now and then I look, you know, you go down a YouTube or Wikipedia rabbit back. hole. 
It's because you're an <laughs> awesome tour guide, Chris. That's just all that. That's, that's what it says to me. Yeah. Is you're like, oh, I got a story in the pocket. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why canes are no longer allowed on Tony's floor. Old men beat each other with them. Oh god! Yeah, I was gonna say you could lower the you could lower the median age just by bringing back some fights. Because yeah. at a certain point you'd be like, I need to I need to get out of this game because <laughs> Congress yeah. is a young man's game. Once you hit fifty, <laughs> you really you can't really do fisticuffs no more. Is it, so. is it more of a cage match situation, or are we are we like or like Ooh. white gloves slap you across the face? Uh, I, mean, I think Ooh. either one will work. <laughs> yeah the senate is white gloves the house is cage match because senate and, yeah. and and somehow the senate would still be more brutal it would be how like it, like how one would look like action in like a schwarzenegger movie where it's big and broad and everything's crazy and then it'll just like instant or eastern promises on the senate floor like really brutal <laughs> like bare knuckle just like ugh. as long as the democrats have amy klobuchar on their side oh yeah oh, yeah yeah oh, yeah it's a good point that's a good point yeah, yeah. oh no <laughs> don't want don't, don't to get between her and a stapler allegedly allegedly <laughs> when launching a presidential campaign one wants to speak directly to the people so naturally florida governor and presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis headed straight for Twitter, now known as X. But because this is a podcast that talks about news from six months ago, we don't have to call it that for another few months. Thank God. But yes, what better platform than a microblogging website that owner Elon Musk had recently taken over, partly because he complained there were too many bots on the website to launch your campaign for leader of the free world. A platform that at the time of this launch, the Pew Research Firm did a survey that that found that 60% of a Twitter's adult users were taking a break. What could possibly go wrong? Let's take a listen. And just a heads up, if you hear any dead air over the next 60 seconds, it's not us. All right. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, everyone, depending on wherever in the world you're joining us from. I'm broadcasting live from David from Twitter headquarters. It's David Sachs here. Uh, Elon is sitting next to me. And we, want, and we want to welcome you to this historic Twitter Spaces event, and more broadly, a first in the history of social media. All right, sorry about that. We, we've got so many people here that I think we are, we are uh, kind of melting the servers, uh, which is a good sign. Might have surprised many, but not those of us who've known and worked with Elon for nearly a quarter century. His commitment to freedom and his willingness to put his money where his mouth is, upset the narrative control imposed on us by our government, elite institutions, and corporate media. Go ahead and send a heart up if you want to say thank you, Elon. Let's see. So, yeah, I think so. Just to simplify this, I think we're just going to use your. So, just keep crashing, huh? Yeah, I think we've got a, just a massive number of people online, so it's um, servers are straining somewhat. Um, all right, well, it's certainly uh, an, an incredible honor to uh, have Governor DeSantis uh, make this uh, stark announcement. All right, I'd like to welcome uh, Governor DeSantis uh, for this uh, stark we're just trying, to, just trying to get it going because there's so many people. 
That's unfortunate. I've like never seen this before. Um, so. uh, Governor DeSantis uh, for this uh, start. We're just trying, just trying to get it going. All right. So what you just heard were some highlights from the Ron DeSantis Twitter campaign launch. Here we are in 2023. And you know what? I'm going to say something controversial, but brave. I kind of empathize with him on the like not being able to unmute yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I'm still doing it. <laughs> It's so I remember I had a boss once at this really terrible company that I worked at, and he was rich and he owned it. And I remember what was the name of the company, Andrew? Uh, Metropolis and Comic Connect. This was a comic this comic book dealer that I worked at. If you and just never buy any comic books from them if you're in Midtown Manhattan. If you're trying to sell your comic books, do not go to Metropolis and Comic Connect because they're awful, you heard terrible. Terrible people. And one of the owners, I won't say which one, uh, was in his office, I remember at one point, and he was singing along to Billy Joel, and he sounded awful. Like, and he was singing so loud at the top of his lungs, and he sounded terrible. And it was one of those things where I was like, ah, that would be so relatable were you not this out-of-touch rich jerk. You know what I mean? It's like this moment where I wanted to have genuine empathy. And I was like, ah, oh, they clearly loves Billy Joel. Can't sing like Billy, but he, he loves it. And it's just, you, you, you want to feel for him and all of that. He gets stripped away. Um, and that's, that's what I feel. Cause I, I agree. Chris, like I've had a live thing that I've tried to start up before where it's like sometimes you just don't get get it working or whatever. But but not your presidential campaign. I'm you know, yeah. And I this I have processed this because this was um, my I have a family member who I love. I won't say how like direct of a family member, who I, but I love them and I respect them and I think very highly of them. And they love Elon Musk. And I remember getting into an argument with them at one point where they very affirmatively said, Elon is not right wing. Like that was the sentence written out. Elon is not right wing. And this was like four months before this hiccup happened. <laughs> and I, the minute he announced, I think like that was one of the last conversations we had about him too. Cause it's really, you know, it was accomplishing nothing, but it, this this just kind of like firm transition into right-wing politics that this dude has made is embarrassing. And I think to a lot of people who jumped on board when he was shuckstering left-wing people uh, by try by making electric cars feel probably like personal offend personally offended or like they don't want to like you know give up on that dream or that aspect like he he went he the man tried to pioneer renewable a renewable form of energy for cars and then helped announce the presidential campaign of someone who's trying to kill the epa like it's like what are we doing <laughs> yeah i well i think I, I had like one i mean i think my big takeaway from that isn't just the fact that like the audio was was terrible that it didn't work it's also the fact that like ron DeSantis has no swag like he has no confidence <laughs> like none like none it's like bro you can't make a joke about this you can't be like you can't you can't riff a little bit it's like like they always go like what would you do if 
if uh, if you got a call at like three o'clock in the morning that some such and such has been like invade like invaded, what would you do? It was like, well, yeah, that's what he would do. He would just shit the bed. He'd be like, oh, I uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry. This it's like, yeah, you I can't, I don't trust you. You can't even riff <laughs> on a call where you can't even see your face. You can't even you can't even riff. You can't even save that. Like what, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? He just uh, so uncharismatic. It's just like a. It was him and Elon. It's just two uncharismatic losers true. on a <laughs> having technical difficulties together on a thing. They could have put up it's, two it's, potatoes, and there probably would have been a better conversation. Exactly. Now, hold yeah, up, Chris, exactly. Hold on, that sounds pretty interesting. I like. <laughs> well, what are these potatoes doing? They may be in a glass of water with a toothpick through them, and we'll just slowly watch roots emerge because that sounds a lot more fun. <laughs> we'll hook them up to machines, see if they're generating electricity. Uh, which makes them more lively than both Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis. Yeah, it's it's wild. This morning, I actually saw and this is this is just a thing a thing that I never thought I would ever that I never thought I'd bring up, but it feels very apt right now. Right now, I was walking to get coffee this morning at like ten thirty this morning, and there's a guy sitting in his Tesla, charging it, smoking a cigar at ten thirty in the morning. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's his people now. That's okay. people, people who buy Teslas and smoke cigars smoke at ten thirty in the well, morning. On. Well, no, I used to smoke cigars. Maybe, mor- maybe, yeah, but maybe I want to smoke ten, and I don't want to smoke <laughs> one. Drug, okay, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I guess so. I guess, maybe I want to hurry I guess, process along, buddy. All right. I guess so. <laughs> it's like, I don't have a lot of time. Like, I, I, I did. I, I one for the earth, one for me. All right. I did. I, I, I did my part. I did my part. Uh, I, I was working out in Sedona a couple of years ago, and we'd go out on these these back tra- And so you can, you know, you go out with like, the four wheelers, but you can like rent, you know, like any kind of car can go back there. And it was like the talk of the day when people are like, "Did you see the Tesla back there?" <laughs> Because somebody yeah, was driving yeah. their Tesla yep. off road back Amazing. in the back country of Sedona, and what? literally everyone, everyone in town was talking about it. They were like, yeah. they were like, are they, are they okay? And it, the, it was first. The first question was, did you see the Tesla? The next question was, are they okay? Followed up by, has anyone seen them recently? Uh, yeah. yeah, something that absolutely fell into my algorithm recently was the the try the, somebody trying to drive one of them cyber trucks up a hill, and it just doesn't even. One of the Tesla cyber trucks just up, a, and I think it was a little steep, but it's still like this thing just, it just nothing couldn't, couldn't. What is do. what's a cyber truck? I'm I'm oh, out of the loop. Oh, on that. Chris! Oh my goodness! Hold on, a cyber truck is there? Um, I you know how you like to drive around and you know how you also uh maybe i do i still like to drive around you like you maybe want to resemble uh n64 era graphics while you're driving around um but also have bulletproof glass for some reason so it's like goldeneye come to life yes honestly like goldeneye might look a little bit smoother um here there's a little link for you in the old in the old chat it is it is like a this, like a nerd Hummer? Yeah, I know. I, I even think Hummers look cooler than this thing. Like <laughs> yeah. these things are terrible. And yeah. if I remember correctly, one of the like early model demos or something, they like they're like, look, and it's bulletproof glass, and they hurled the brick at one of the windshields and it just shattered. <laughs> All right, seeing this, that is wow. I am fully triggered, and here's why. <laughs> 
Did either of you do Boy Scouts growing up? Uh, no. No. I did like Young Marines, so similar. There, so, in, in, the, in the Boy Scouts, Young Marines, yeah. we might have to have a whole other podcast about that. <laughs> it was the same thing. What purpose does that serve? <laughs> it's like the Boy Scouts, but for everybody. It was like <laughs> you take it out, child dictators. <laughs> I wish that would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, it was like no. You mean you were a child soldier, Gerard? <laughs> Is this like Ender's Game? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> the boy, we, sorry, but sorry. Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts. In the Boy Scouts, we did the, the Boxcar Derby. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. And I swear mm-hmm. to God, this is what the wooden piece of shit car that I designed looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell you, I lost every race. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I see that actually kind of throws me off because I would assume the only thing this would be good for is to just like let the bru- bra- or let the brakes go at the top of the hill <laughs> just, and see what happens. <laughs> just ride down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it will get down there. Just maybe yeah. not first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that looks like somebody designed it in the eighties. Like they were like, "This is what future cars will look like." Yeah, dude, it's it's nuts. I, I I it's like laughable, and the way that some people just like lap these things up is extra crazy to me. Like there are people that bend over backwards to literally like call him sir and say, "This is this is one of the greatest. This is going to revolutionize the way that people travel." Uh, it just it, absurdity, absurd well, stuff. It's kind of like that thing on on Twitter where every couple of months somebody's like, "And a tech guy invented a bus." Imagine a giant car that drives around your neighborhood and picks you up and drops you off at convenient locations. It's like, yeah, a bus. Exactly. Yeah. You hate them. <laughs> I, 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 if anything, I will say though, because uh, DeSantis, DeSantis has no swag. To try to tie it back yes. to what we were talking to, he has no swag. That being said, the man has a godlike ability to eat shit and not move on. Like there is, I there have been enough things to kill a thousand presidential campaigns that have happened around DeSantis. And yet somehow, I feel like he's really banking. Like I, and I feel like he's gone on record to say, I don't think Trump should be arrested. And I don't think that dude wants anything more than Donald Trump to get arrested. <laughs> and he's yeah. just holding out hope. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> that, they, that they are all waiting for him, <laughs> A, to be convicted, or B, just die. Just die. Yeah, I, I, that, I like. There have been so many wonderful people that we have lost so young, and yet they're just these awful, awful, terrible people that are just living well into their seventies and early eighties. There's another old boss that I used to have. Doesn't matter who. Who's like ninety four or ninety five this year, and I just know that man is still walking to the subway every day to go to work, like he did. Like there's just evil keeps people alive. There's just nothing else to say about it. It just keeps them alive and happy. I think Billy Joel put it best when he said, only the good die. There you go. Thank you. We have one final topic that we're going into today. Lay it on me. For our super secret topic that neither of our guests know about. The Abyss. Jaws. Meg 2, colon. 
the trench. We have been warned over and over again that the ocean is a dangerous place. But 2023 has been a particularly weird year for ocean stories. As sharks began to wash up on the shores of South Africa with their livers removed with a surgeon-like precision, it was naturally assumed poachers were responsible. Little did we know that a very cute danger lurked below. Pods of orcas. Yes, we can assume that somebody has finally screened blackfish down there because in May of 2023, orcas began coordinated attacks on yachts. So what do we think? Did somebody finally <laughs> take us up on that offer to eat the rich? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I need more details on the sharks with their livers removed? Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I forget sometimes that some things that I get fascinated by not everybody's okay. So, <laughs> oh, Chris, don't worry, I'm fascinated. I I just don't remember. Or things that again kind of hook into my algorithm. That's a better way of putting it. Things that kind of <laughs> hook into go. my algorithm might not have hooked into everybody else. Okay, so, uh, South Africa. So, off the coast of South Africa is where they film a like ninety percent of what we know today is sharp. Okay, and then so over this year, something really strange started to happen. Uh, where dead sharks were washing up on the beach, and the only thing that was wrong with them was their livers were missing. Um, so this okay, so we're assuming okay, shark shark livers, they're fatty, they've got something that somebody's trying to get for some, you know, whatever kind of uh, medical. I'm putting medical in air quotes. It's a visual <laughs> medium reason. Uh, but then they caught it on video. These like juvenile orcas, like surrounding sharks and basically pinning them in and fake, like, like surgically, like cutting them open and just taking the best part of the shark uh, and then leaving it. And then this started to happen at the same time. I guess there was a uh, adult mother orca who got separated from her calf and this like traumatized the mother orca and then she started teaching other orcas to recognize boats and they started attacking the boats that's super cool <laughs> it is both uh, kind of cool <laughs> and terrifying i i at one point in one of my favorite horror movies of all time deep blue sea a shark swims backwards and the scientists are like, what? What? The shark can't swim backwards. I can only imagine be like, because I think there were probably like 18, 19 writers on that movie, like most movies like that. And, and I'm sure there are people sitting down, they're like, what if, I don't know, what if one of the sharks just like pinned somebody up against the wall? I just dug their liver out, only their liver, and just yanked it out and left the rest. They'd be like, no, that's insane. That's a crazy <laughs> thing. There's no way that would happen. That's too far. Get out of here. You just um, eat it. You, that shark just eats them like a normal shark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a normal backwards swimming shark. <laughs> no, Akiva Goldsman, we're not going to do that. Like, that's what it would be. And instead, that's, that's insane. Yeah. I also love yeah. the whole, like, uh, like James Cameron-esque aspect of like, oh, there's one lone orca that was orphaned that taught them all how to do this. Like, what? Yo, it's it's insane how smart, like, how smart whales are in general. Mm. They remember everything. They remember faces. They play. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Like, I, like learning, it's weird. Like, learning about Learning about certain animals makes you not like I've I've never had whale meat before, but I don't think I could because I'm like, Loser. yo, these motherfuckers are too smart. Like, it's too smart to eat. It'd be like sure. eating a person. Like, they're, they're very smart. They're too smart. 
Oh, it's and that's like, not okay all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> unless it makes you the, smarter. Keep moving the goalpost. Um, unless it makes you smarter. <laughs> unless you make you smarter. If you eat them and you get smarter, that would be cool. Maybe that's why they want those livers. To make Ooh. you stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like, just... sea, sea mammals do not fuck around. They no. do not. They're no. coordinated. They're, yeah, I was watching, like, a, an episode of Blue Planet, and they had this, like, uh, a bunch of orcas had, a, had like, a seal trapped on an iceberg it was like a it was like a double whammy it was like damn that seal's trapped on the iceberg because of global warming and, and he's about to get fucked up by these orcas like damn it's all my fault <laughs> he's about this seal's about to die and it's all my fault and yeah and then how they coordinated to get the how to get the seal off they were like they'd start first they would like splash water on it to try to like harass it and then they like started like knocking up against the up against the the chunk of ice that he was on it's like they're they're devious, man. It's yeah, crazy. If, if if you just reused your Ziploc bags, none of that would be happening. Okay, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. You should use straws. <laughs> Cut those rings up. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I still do that. Apparently, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, I do it at work. I, 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 it's one of those things. There's so many. I, I, I like the Ziploc bag joke came from a place of anger because I did quite recently decide my wife and I were trying to like rewash Ziploc bags, which I don't even think you're supposed to do <laughs> to, as part of like just like trying to do our part. And I'm just like, this doesn't matter. This doesn't ma- It's nice that I want to do it, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to help. BP! No, just, just, switch, just switch to low watt, watt light bulbs. Yeah, there, you go. Yeah. It, there you go. Yeah. We've, already made the, we've already made the orcas angry. It, yeah. Nothing we do now yeah. we will change the way deserve. they feel about us, so we just yeah. got to stay out of the water, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to be the first sacrifice. I think we got to show them that we know who's in charge now. We got to, we got to, um, as I understand Muay Thai training at gyms, we have to establish some kind of power here with these orcas and make it clear they're in charge. And we're just going to our new whale overlords. Yeah, we're going to spar however we want. We are going to submit to their power. It's going to be much easier. In our, in our previous episodes, the 400 pound Times Square robot cop keeps being brought up. Uh, 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 can I make like a little mini like announcement here? Um, yes. That it's, it's a funny little thing um, that Jaron, uh, who's one of my best friends, will be learning for the first time. My wife and I are moving to New Jersey at the end of December um, to Jersey City. And I am so happy to not hear about Eric Adams anymore. Like, it's going to be the biggest sign. Of, I'm going to, like, set myself free. I'm going to under, because I've made it, like, my personal mission to call that guy a dweeb at least three times a week, because he is. And, like, just point out all the, and I have had some people, some friends, it's whatever, say to me, and it's like, literally, like, two or three people say, like, yeah, I see the awful things that he's doing because you share and talk about it so much. And just those, just three other people knowing how terrible he is, how much he is wasting money, how kids may, there may not be Universal 3K next year, so we can have that robot get monitored by two cops. Like, it's ridiculous. Just, ugh, I, ugh, sorry. Which, which brings me to my question. 
Orca versus 400, 400 pounds. Oh, oh, man. Oh, I would, oh, I would self-finance that movie. Like, I would absolutely... I would go broke watch, just so I could watch a bunch of orcas just rip that thing apart. I want to know if it has a liver. I want those orcas to find out. Uh, what if it does? What if that's the secret that, all that's along? All, that's it's, the only... It's actually not a robot. It was just a human with, with a metal shell. Walking around. Two, two I don't know, guys. It's screaming an awful lot. It keeps saying, Jessica, Jessica, please take care of the kids. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> they promised me immortality. They promised me I'd live forever. How did it know my one weakness is my liver? <laughs> Surrounded by 400 pounds. Of NYPD <laughs> robot cop metal. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's uh, that's depressing. I I I would like to thank the orcas for probably ending the strikes. I do think that was part of it. I think they realized like, Zaslav uh, was like they're coming for us next. Like this is clearly some kind of it's like a mutual party. It's not even we. It's very mob tactics. Like we can deny that the orcas helped, but I just want to thank them for being good orcas. That's I was gonna say that say. brings up a good point. It seems like they're only attacking yachts. I wonder why. why I do certainly. We, what do we think about that? that. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the, those are the only people out there. Like, I, and I think it's, yeah, <laughs> I'm not out there in a rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And it's not like they can take down a tanker. What I kind of love about that is I feel like you have to reach such a level of being untouchable to afford a yacht that you use regularly. And even the orcas are like, no, no, sorry. no sorry. Not that untouchable. We still got you. Like, it's, I think it's humbling. I think that's. <laughs> and there's harder work going on in the bigger boats. So the orcas are like, no, nah, we could get me, 20 of my boys, and just run this thing down, but we're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. <laughs> Plus, they probably know what's in those things. They're smarter than us. If they take down a tanker, all that oil is going to go in, the, in their bath water. That's, That's what they call it, their bath water. <laughs> yeah. What part of they're smarter than us did you not understand when I just said it? <laughs> it's their bath water, their food water, yeah. Their, yeah, yeah. their sleep water. I'm sorry, are your bath, food, and sleep water not the same thing? I don't know. Toilet water? Yeah, it's just one container. You got a tub, man. You got a tub. That's your water. Because that's, that's your living in New York City, baby. Yeah, it's your all-purpose <laughs> water. It all, does all kinds of things. And you just float in it. If you just lay in it, you don't even have to. It's like the Dead Sea. You just... say, it's like, well, it's like a fancy dessert. It's crunchy on the outside, soft and chewy on the inside. You know? <laughs> We've done all of our stories for the week, so we're going to head into our final part of the podcast, our final section here, where we go back and we ask our guests, have we processed this? So we're going to head back to our very first story of the evening, and that is the debt ceiling almost being breached. Uh, we'll start with Andrew. Andrew, have we processed this? I, I don't think so. I think I haven't processed it because I, st I still don't understand what it means. There. <laughs> Over to you, Jerron. Uh, no, because I refuse to. I refuse to process <laughs> the debt ceiling. I feel like it doesn't deserve the brain power that it would take for me to process that. And I, you know, I feel like some things are just better left uh, ignored until uh, until they take away something that has something to do with me. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. 
That might have been like the most perfect encapsulate description of yeah, American yeah. politics I've ever heard. Yeah. I do not care until it affects me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I will care. Just, which just honestly, fair. Like, absolutely. I just feel that way about the debt ceiling. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, too, it's too dumb of a thing for yeah. me to even be like, me to even give brain power to. There's it's so true. many worse yeah. things, like like why we have robo robocops in new york city like there's there's worse <laughs> things for me to have to process this is very true heading into our second story the incredible twitter launch of the ron DeSantis presidential campaign uh Jerron, we'll start with you on this one have we processed this uh i think i processed it i i don't um i did ron DeSantis is just the most uncharismatic person who's ever lived i remember we were also afraid, afraid we were like oh man DeSantis is like Trump, but True. smart. And he is like Trump, but with no charisma. So it's yeah. like we don't have to worry about him at all. Yeah. We're just going to have Donald Trump as our president again, which is, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but you know, you know, so that'll be a new thing that I got to, oh, that I got to figure out how to, how to do uh, But, uh, but yeah, I think I'll process the fact that DeSantis is a loser with no chance. And at least that part of it makes me feel okay. That's fair. And also it's, it's annoying too, because you can't, point out how uncharismatic DeSantis is without inadvertently pointing out that Donald Trump has charisma. It's really annoying. It's really frustrating. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm right there with it. I think I've, I've processed I, cause I just, I, if anything, I'm, it was like the first step I feel like in Musk taking Twitter down this, like the first big step anyway, and like really just making it this awful cesspool of anti-Semitism and racism that it is now. Like it's just, it, it's, it's, I think I processed it because I was waiting for so long for that loser to really show his true colors. And I think he, he did just by platforming somebody like that. I hear the app doesn't even like work anymore. I wouldn't know. I haven't been on it in years. I use it too much because the other annoying thing is that I've gotten a lot out of Twitter, especially in the last few years. You know what? I've gotten jobs out of I've gotten writing jobs out of Twitter. Like, you know what I mean? I've made connections. I've made like things have happened because of Twitter and because of how it was imperfect as it may have been. And he came in and because it was something that he didn't understand and he had the money to do so, he broke it. And I think that is like the biggest having to watch all this having to watch him be in israel today even though he has no business being there it's just all these things where i'm like oh you you just you get in a certain amount of money and you just get to do whatever you want and i think that's um so i think that is me processing it because i'm like i understand it i hate it but i i understand it speaking of breaking things our third story of the evening yeah. orcas destroying super yachts yeah have we processed this <laughs> also there have been more recently because i had to because it like literally happened again two weeks ago and i had to go back to the one specifically in may so just an update Amazing. they're still out there <laughs> <laughs> I want I want more. I want sequels, threequels. This is the only franchise I'm interested in is the Orcas attaching, attacking rich people. I, I want to see this kind of like the Orcas doing what we as a society are not willing to do. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you know you guys can have an uprising, right? You outnumber them. They are the 1%. That means there's a lot less of them. Just go. Go take them. Go take them. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna make a movie 
they're gonna make a movie about this and it's gonna be like a like a orca at SeaWorld and somebody accidentally leaves on like Jaws or something and they're <laughs> free. And be like, oh no, that orca wants Jaws and that's why they're all attacking these yachts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the orca has an identity crisis. He's like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, because he, he saw Jaws and he saw Free Willy, so he was yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. he was like, yeah, I don't know. He, he saw Jaws and then he saw the making of Free Willy, and he's like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> that's yeah. It's I. I want more. That's it. I think. I think. I just want more. I want more and more. Well, it's happening. So just good. <laughs> the no, Google, good, the good, Google yeah, alerts absolutely. on for orcas absolutely. because yeah. it just keeps happening. <laughs> Amazing. I want to thank our two guests today, Andrew and Jerron. Uh, just real fast before we uh, wrap things up completely, uh, Andrew, where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Sanford minus Sun on Twitter. Um, I'm on the old Blue Sky there, if you as well. If you were cool enough to get an invite, I also have some. So if anybody needs an in- a Blue Sky invite code, then hit me up. I guess my short horror film Pay the Tithe is on Vimeo.com. Um, so you can watch that and then share it with your friends and I'd greatly appreciate it. Incredible. And Jerron, where can we find you? Uh, follow me on Instagram. That's probably like the only one I'm most act, uh, active on. Uh, yeah, at uh, JLY uh, Comedy. Uh, I'm on TikTok too at JLY mm-hmm. Jokes. Um, yeah, please just follow me there. It's all that matters anymore. Nobody cares about anything uh, yeah, else. Yeah, I would also I would also like to ask that people follow Jerron. I've known Jerron for... God, 14 years now, 15 years, something like that. And I've gotten to watch him become one of the funniest comedians out there. Like, so just watch his stuff. It's, he's really funny and he's, he's a big old sweetheart too. So you'll be doing everybody a favor by making sure that more eyes get on Jerron Young. Oh, we love to hear it. Artist supporting mm-hmm. artists. Can you believe Damn right. it? Damn right. And listen to this podcast. I know you're listening already. Um, but I, I'm also really happy for Chris. I was so happy and touched that you reached out to me about this, Chris. So thank Absolutely. you. Yeah, and I'm just so happy for you. I think this is great. And you're great at it. And I love you both. And this is awesome. That's this, it. this was a fantastic episode. <laughs> I want to thank you all for coming uh, to the Zoom room and doing this today. And for my dear listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And please, please, please go touch some grass. Hello, wonderful listeners. You've made it to our outro. You must be a fan and we love it. If you want to help us out, go follow Let's Process This Pod on Instagram. And while you're at it, follow Alani Beha, who did the amazing portrait that you see in our show art. Links for both of those will be in the show notes. We also have an official Gmail account, so feel free to send us any stories that you think we will need to talk about in six months, and we'll give you a shout-out on the pod. And as always, make sure that you leave those five-star reviews to help other listeners find our show. We could not do it without you. 